Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 218. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. And I've got something good for you today. Um, You know, because with the podcast, uh, I really always do try to come up with episode topics for you, Uh, my listener. I really try to come up with, you know, uh, perspective that can help you to think about what I've gone through in life, what I've learned in life, and, and turn around and use that to help you in some way. And honestly, it is, it's a little bit crazy that I've been able to come up with 218 topics for you all, but uh, not really, I guess, at the same time, because there really is just so much uh, about life and ups and downs and things to learn and things to consider that um, there's always something uh, to rationalize or realize or center yourself on. So, in continuing that trend today, uh, I want to talk about something that I've been getting blown up about uh, in my DMs, uh, which I, I love it when you send me topic requests, by the way. And lately, I've been getting uh, a lot of questions on relationships and dating, specifically on kind of the question of how do you know? How do you know if you're with the right person or how do you know if you're looking for the right things or you're looking for the right person? Just how do you know? Like that that kind of vibe. So, today I figured that I would tackle this, this subject. And, you know, as I always do, I wrote an outline here because something immediately came to mind when I kept seeing this question over and over again. And I was like, oh, you know, I've got something. I've got something helpful for you. I have some perspective that can be helpful. Uh, but usually I also have an outline that has like a big conclusion from it, a big and therefore kind of vibe. Um, but today, I'm, I, you know, I'm not quite so sure what that is yet. Uh, I'm not sure what it is yet. So, hopefully, I'll, I'll come up with it as I talk here and uh, we'll get there together. You and me, me and you. But, uh, uh, you know, as always, it's important 
to, to realize though that I don't have all the answers, but I always do have some perspective um, and that's helped me navigate a lot of things in life. So, here I am turning around and sharing it with you. So, this, this episode will be in, in respect to being more intentional about dating and honing in on this idea of who is actually right for you. Who is right for you and who is not right for you? Addressing and helping you address frustrations like how do you stop yourself from overthinking? How do you stop yourself from, you know, maybe being in a relationship but being at Trader Joe's and seeing a 10 out of 10 and just, you know, completely throwing you for a loop and you start to develop that grass is greener uh, syndrome, being tempted to think you can find someone better uh, when you really shouldn't be thinking like that, that kind of vibe. And, you know, I've learned a lot about this over the past decade about how to stay centered and what you're looking for in a relationship, how to stop overthinking if you're with the right person or if you're looking for too much and just driving yourself nuts. I've learned a lot about this. And, you know, but as I always say, <laughs> to be clear, I'm not a relationship expert. I'm not some dating guru, uh, clearly, <laughs> very clearly. But here's here's what I know. I know that we don't know all the answers when it comes to dating. And it's also really rare that something is really clear to us in dating and relationships, right? Like, it might be our generation or something, but I have found fewer and fewer stories that, like, compare to our parents or our parents' parents' generations. You know, those stories that they, they've told us or that you've heard, right? With Stories like, oh, you know, when I saw her, I just knew. I just knew immediately and the search was over. I had found my person right? That kind of vibe. I find that less and less frequently in our times, our generation, whatever you want to call it. And here I, I could insert something about, you know, social media and, you know, the sexification of entertainment and blah, blah, blah. But I won't do that. I have simply found that myself, my friends, people who DM me, people that I observe these days seem to have a, a more difficult time knowing being certain in their in their dating life, knowing that someone is right for us, knowing that a relationship is right for us, knowing when to close down your roster and focus on that one person, knowing when a relationship is becoming toxic, knowing when to just close up shop and you know skedaddle out of there. Right? It's not easy to know. And so in regards to the the question that I've been getting, which is like, case, hey, how, how do you know? How do you know when someone is right for you? How do you know when someone is wrong for you? How do you know if you're settling? And so on and so on and so on. Well, one idea has really helped me address this. And again, not figure it out completely, <laughs> right? I haven't figured it out completely, but address it. And um, I found that the perspective I'm going to share with you here has helped me make better decisions, be more intuitive and centered uh, in this sense. And here's kind of what I've realized. Um, basically, a couple years back, call it you know two or three years, two two years ago, um, I I had just living in Chicago. I had just you know kind of just wrapped up my uh, club phase here. I would call it. <laughs> you know, thank God, lasted way too long. And I remember I read an article in Psychology Today. You know, I read it in a book, Mental Sweat. Um, and it was this article by this woman named Melanie Greenberg, PhD. And I actually have it here. I'm looking at it right now because I bookmarked it on my browser, August 2018. So, yeah. So, it was like exactly two years ago. And basically, the cliff notes uh, of the article is that 
When it comes to dating and relationships, there are three stages that we all go through. And the article kind of approached us from a scientific perspective. But basically, there's three stages that we all go through. And they are lust, attraction, and then attachment. And in the article, she goes through all of them. And basically, it goes like this. Basically, lust is what you think it is. Lust is physical attraction. It's, you know, it's wanting to get that <laughs> that 10 out of 10 out of those wet clothes and into a dry martini. It's the desire you have to do the old horizontal mambo to bend someone over a barrel and show them the 50 states, right? <laughs> it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? It's lust. Um, but then from there, we get a bit deeper. Um, and no pun intended there. <laughs> deeper uh, would be attraction. Attraction. Um, attraction is different from liking the way someone looks. Not physical attraction, it's deeper than that. Attraction is where you you start to like feel warm and fuzzy about someone. It's the butterflies and rainbows kind of effect. Your heart skips a beat when they text you, you talk to them, you feel amazing when you're with them. You've got so much in common, you know, he's so nice and he's a gentleman and she's funny and witty and great and you just get along really well. You joke together, you laugh together, you're vibing, there's this connection, you maybe you have similar goals uh, or values, you know, you see the world in similar ways. Like big stuff, right? Important stuff. You're attracted to each other as humans, right? Attraction. That's attraction. And I, and I think it's it's probably what we most commonly think of when we wonder if we're a match with someone. It's what we consider when we start wondering if someone is right for us. You know, are we looking for the right things? You know, it's it's what we look for when we're dating or swiping, right? That kind of becomes our checklist of attraction. But then uh, good old Melanie brings up that there's actually something after attraction that so many of us are are missing out on. And that's this thing called attachment. Attachment. And not like uh, attachment in this in like a stage five uh, clinger kind of vibe or I'll find you kind of creepy attachment <laughs> figure. Uh, like the good kind of attachment. Um, and, and it's kind of like the third stage of relationships. If you were to kind of consider relationship progress like on a linear line left to right, lust, then attraction, then attachment. And attachment kind of defines itself by using the word in the definition, which I know it's frowned upon, but that's really what it is. It's wanting to be attached to that person because you've accepted their flaws, past, present, and future you, you've committed to sharing everything with them. You've addressed everything that bothers you or frustrates you. It's that stage where you want to bond with your partner further. Like truly, nothing is ignored. Nothing is swept under the rug. You're fully committed there. That's attachment. And I'm going to hone in on this in a minute because it's bigger than it might seem at a glance, but it's something that I think we all tend to skip. Or we tend not to focus on it and we, we forget that it's a necessary, the final, really, part progress of, of a relationship. Uh, and in the article, uh, good old Doc Melanie goes, she goes on to describe like, it's a science article. She goes on to describe all the chemicals that are released in each stage. It's like dopamine and then serotonin and, and something called norepinephrine. I don't know if that's legal in 50 states. I think my mom told me to stay away from that one. But all these chemicals, right? It's this thing. Like at each stage, um, your body is reacting in a unique way to all these things. So, I remember reading this a couple years back, um, two years specifically. And having <laughs> having been a bit of a moron uh, up until that point, I was like, wow, you know, I never, never really thought of this. 
And I've really considered this before that, you know, maybe me, your boy, uh, someone who has been referred to as the smartest dumb dude someone knows, <laughs> maybe, maybe I had been all along for a while, um, you know, mistaking lust for attraction and attraction for attachment. Maybe I had been, you know, wearing the proverbial love goggles during my 20s and had forgotten to consider this idea of attachment and how necessary it was to make a relationship work. And so, this is what I immediately thought of when I started to get these DMs around, you know, Case, how do you know? How do you stop overthinking in relationships? And this is immediately what came to mind. And it got me thinking that when it comes to dating and relationships, those first two stages are really all we tend to focus on. And we have like, we have all these checklists in place and questions we ask ourselves and ways that we kind of grade potential partners according to attraction, physical attraction, and then mental and emotional and values and all these kinds of things. But we've completely forgotten or didn't realize that there's this third stage or this third area that we should focus on. It's like, whoopsie daisy, (laughs) whoops, We're, we're so focused on the idea of lust and attraction and using those two constructs to find certainty in our dating lives or using that as kind of the source of truth that we we use to make decisions or grade our decisions that we completely uh, forget or we don't realize that there's this idea of attachment. And as a wise 32-year-old looking back now, I realize that this is like a, a big missing thing that we forget about this. So, so we're focused on lust and attraction and then it's like no wonder, no wonder, shocker, spoiler alert, that we end up in relationships for too long that aren't right with right for us, you know, because we're stuck in this lust and attraction phase and we forget about the need to focus on to graduate to attachment. So, here's how I've come to think about this and it, and it goes like this. It goes that when it comes to dating and relationships, lust and attraction is easy. It's easy. It's like super duper easy. <laughs> like I think we need to check ourselves here. Lust. Lust. Um, I shouldn't even have to say this, but it's e- it's very easy to be physically attracted to somebody. You open up the internet, fire up Instagram, and I'm attracted to nine out of 10 women I see on there, right? No problem. It's, it just happens. It's primal. That's not to say that I have like really <laughs> basic standards or something. It's not like I'm like, oh, you know, two arms, two legs, all right. <laughs> but I just, I just think at a, at a basic human level, it's easy to find something you're attracted to physically in someone, right? We all do this. We want to do this. And so, we do. It's very easy to become physically attracted to someone. And don't get me wrong, it's very important to be physically attracted to someone. I think it belongs up there in the top things you look for in someone. It's important. We're human. But let's be honest with ourselves. It's easy. It's easy to find lust in somebody. Okay. So, let's leave that there for a second. And then comes attraction. Attraction. Now, obviously, you don't click with everyone in life. And it's it's somewhat easy to tell if you don't click with someone, right? You don't have the same sense of humor. That's obvious. Maybe you have like tangibly different values or ethics. That's that's pretty clear. Uh, maybe someone smokes. That's obviously a no-go for you. Maybe you have like irreconcilable political differences. Okay. That's pretty obvious. So, so you, it's obvious when you don't click with someone, you move on, you don't overthink it and you're good to go. 
Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. But with that being said, it's also not terribly difficult to be attracted to someone. In the same way, it's not terribly difficult to lust after someone physically. It's not terribly difficult to find someone and be like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm attracted to that person as a human. Someone with a good sense of humor, someone who is kind and caring, who has a sense of confidence, who might be successful. You know, it's easy to be attracted to that person. You know, sign me up for a full plate of attraction. That's basic level, right? That's not that difficult. There's a lot of people who fit that bill, a lot of people in the world. It's not difficult to find that. It's not terribly difficult to be attracted to someone who meets some kind of basic requirements. And realistically, like that's human nature. Like as humans, biologically or, or something, some long word there, insert it, like we want we're programmed to be attracted to other people. We want to be attracted to other people. We want to find similarities to bond over. Um, we want to agree with someone. We want to laugh with someone. We want to feel connected to someone. And so, not to sound like a downer, but it's not terribly difficult to be attracted to someone, right? So, two of the three things here that I'm referencing, it's it's like the diamond dozen. It's, it's not that difficult. So, all that being said, it's like looking back now at myself, I'm like shook. <laughs> I'm shook because old me would be like, okay, I lust after that girl and <laughs> that does 
kind of sound like a little uh, old, <laughs> like a little extreme. I lost that some, but let's stick with the nomenclature here. I lust after that girl. I'm attracted to that girl. Two for two. I'm good to go. No more boxes I need to check. I'm attracted to her physically. I'm attracted to her emotionally and values wise. What else is there? We're good to go. Mom, I found her, right? <laughs> that kind of vibe. And then looking back, I, I, I'd be surprised six months later when it fell apart or like we drifted apart or it just didn't end up working, right? That's what would happen. And looking back now, hindsight being the 2020 it is, I think it's because I forgot about the need to evaluate my attachment to that person, my potential attachment to that person and that person's attachment to me. And if you're anything like me, uh, which maybe you are in some senses, you probably tend to forget about this as well. And it's not like, not in the obvious sense that like, yeah, you need to be able to see a future with someone. You need to want to commit to that person. And that's obvious. That's not what I'm talking here. I'm talking about a deeper, more intuitive, intimate sense of attachment to somebody. And I think that is taking a good, hard look at yourself and the person you're considering. It's moving It's moving past all of that tasty dopamine and serotonin and whatever illicit human love goggle inducing chemicals are (laughs) coursing through your veins, right? It's looking past all that. It's looking past all the laughs and the butterflies and the inside jokes and the good times. And it's considering something deeper, something deeper. I think we have to consider something deeper. And spoiler alert, here's where my outline kind of fell apart. So, I'm kind of going off script here, just freestyling a little bit here. (laughs) But I think the uh, ability to be uh, self-aware that, you know, uh, connection, compatibility, a future with someone, it has to go past lust and it has to go past attraction. And I think that's just, that's just like a thing we haven't realized. And I'm sure you'd agree with me that a, you know, a lasting, committed, beautiful, loving relationship has to go past lust. I think we know that. But knowing that there's a, a deeper level of attraction beyond that, that I think is, is kind of a, is a light bulb moment. That's this attachment thing that I keep referring to. And this is something I think can help us all. Knowing that, yes, all those things we typically think of when we think of attraction, yes, they're important. You know, sense of humor and values and ethics and kindness and empathy and motivation and those kinds of things. Those are important. Yes. But there's this one other thing that I think we forget about. There's more. It's like there's levels to this shit. Like Meek Mill sent that, said that, right? There's levels to this. And there's a third level we're skipping. And clearly, it, it took me a while to realize this, that you have to ask yourself one additional question that goes beyond physical attraction, human attraction. And that's the question of, am I attached to this person? Do I want to be attached to this person? That when things are boring, when it's not all butterflies and rainbows and laughs, when the lust just isn't there on some days, am I attached? Just like with attraction, you know, I want to be attracted to somebody, but do I want to be attached to this person? Am I about the future or am I just about this moment and this attraction and this lust? It's asking yourself a question that's like, how, how do I feel when that person tells me something about themselves that is clearly a fault? 
a mistake they've made, something they still haven't figured out yet, something about themselves that they blame themselves for, something that they haven't gotten over. Like when when I consider something real, something human about that person, do I cast it aside in favor of thinking about that lust and that attraction or am I ready to rock and roll and dive into that thing? Am I attached enough to not look past something because it's easier to think about all the other great things? Or do I feel a sense of empathy, of eagerness to like become one with that problem and share in that problem or that question so that we can solve it together? That's like the question I think we forget to ask. That's the question that moves you from the good old times of lust and attraction in the present to a future where there's attachment. That I think that's that's the vibe. That's the vibe. It's like when you think of a a fault, a fault of your of your potential partner. Anything it could be like a, a frustrating lack of commitment, something they've had difficulty overcoming in their life. Uh, maybe a sub, an issue with self consciousness, or something that's haunted them, or something that's held them back. You name it, right? Something like that. When you think about that, what is your reaction to it? Do you dive into it or do you revert to being more comfortable thinking about your lust and attraction to that person instead? I think that's the missing question. I think, I think that, I think that's it. As I, as I talk through this off my shoddy outline, I think that that is the something that is kind of missing. That's the question to ask yourself. That's like the ultimate or the third checkbox, right? It's like lust, check, attraction, check. But then there's that final box and it's ask yourself, when I'm frustrated by this person, when we both know something is a problem, when you think of that, when you think about that something that really irks you about that person, that's, you know, there's always going to be something. What is your intuitive reaction to it? Do you lean towards ignoring it and you'd rather just sweep it under the rug and focus on lust and attraction, the easy wins? Or... Are you like centered in being like, yes, that is a problem that is frustrating, but I'm here for it. I'm all in. I want to help. I want to work on it together. I want to adopt that problem as my own. That's the question. And I never used to ask myself that because that's, that's, that's deep shit, right? That's deep stuff. And it's like, never used to have to think about that. I would think that attraction would naturally lead you to commitment and longstanding future bond type thing. But I think answering that final question will really answer the question of how do I know if this person is right for me or not? How do I stop overthinking? How do I stop having that grass is greener syndrome? You, you take that person off the pedestal you've put them on. You look past their bang and bod, their lovely personality, their ethics and values that are so great and you look at their flaws and you ask yourself, how do I feel about them? And be honest with yourself. If, if you find yourself ignoring them, repeatedly ignoring them, well, that might be a sign that you're not attached. You're not ready to be attached. But I think, and again, this is a hypothesis here. I think that if you ask yourself that question and your reaction is to look them in the eye and be enthusiastic about bonding with them, committed to being part of that story, part of that growth, part of the solution, well, then I think you're on your way to being attached. And that's a great thing. Again, attached isn't like stage five attached. Attached is bonded, committed, future facing. And it goes back to like 
if you want to bond with those problems and those flaws and those faults just as eagerly as you do with lust and attraction, I think this is the question. This is the question of attachment that we've been avoiding. That's the attachment we've been sweeping under the rug because that's true bond. That's true connection. That's a true future together. And we've just been skipping that. We haven't realized that we need to focus on that. And so, kind of that's what I wanted to share with you in this episode that I think we can all improve our uh, decision-making when it comes to dating and relationships by realizing that there is more, way more to connection than lust. Yes, duh. I think we know that. But there's more to a, a connection than just attraction. And this might not seem like much, but if if you're like me, where in the past you might have always stopped at attraction and then been frustrated when you know attraction wasn't enough, it wasn't enough because that final step, that final sign that you haven't investigated or thought about, that is this idea of attachment. Attachment to each other, attachment to the human elements of someone, the bad things, the dark things, the, the past, the stories you don't ever tell someone, the, the things that you or they are ashamed of. It's an attachment to bonding over those things, rising up together over those things rising up, moving forward in the same direction together, not ignoring them in favor of the glamorous parts of a relationship. It's like enthusiasm to take on those flaws as something that you can help grow. You carry the burden with you. Like it's a responsibility. It's a sense of empathy towards towards it and accepting it and embracing it as part of that relationship and your connection with that person. So, that, that's the vibe. Now, it's kind of becoming clear to me here as I'm talking that I think if, if we spent more time considering that, considering how you feel about someone intuitively and considering how they feel about yours as well, your faults as well, I think if we spent more time considering that, like really considering it, truly listening to how you feel about it, that we'd, we'd have a more centered understanding of what is right for us, who is right for us. And when or if you're ready to go all in. And there's no overthinking necessary at that point. So, I think that's the vibe. That's the idea here to ask yourself, how do I feel about this side of my person who needs improvements and growth? Would I rather ignore it in favor of lust and attraction or am I ready to go all in? That's the question. It's just something to think about there. So, there you have it. Uh, and I think, you know, even in, in talking about this out loud, out loud, it's given me some perspective. So, hopefully, it's done the same to you. And I'll leave it right there. Let me know what you think about this episode. You can always DM me. You could text me. Um, I love chatting with you. All my numbers in the description here. And as always, if you did enjoy the episode, I would be humbled if you would share it with a friend. New episodes every Monday, every Thursday. And don't forget to check out newmindsetwhodis.com. Got some very, very cool and exciting projects dropping soon, and I can't wait to show them to you. So that's it. Until next episode, I'm out.
Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 